the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip Off. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from Franklin County High School in Brookville, Indiana, for tonight's high school basketball matchup between the Franklin County Wildcats and the South Ripley Raiders. Wildcats come in at 4-0 on the season, taking on the Raiders, who come in at 2-2. This is Rob Moorhead, joined by my partner for this evening, Brian Samples, and we are glad to be joining you here with some high school basketball on a Saturday night. You heard Andy Williams singing about the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Anytime I'm in the gymnasium, Brian, I think it is the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely, Rob. We were talking about that, and uh, good crowd in here tonight. I see the Guys keeping stats over here have their Santa Claus hats on, so everybody's in the spirit already. (laughs) Lots of Christmas sweaters around the night, and it looks good. And we want to say thank you to our fine sponsors bringing you high school basketball here on Country 103.9 WRBI, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurton Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. I want to say thanks to Brent Lee back in the studio tonight for running the board for us, keeping us on the air. And uh, looks like we got a good matchup tonight, Brian. This Franklin County team coming in at 4 0. They've been playing very well. They had a low scoring game last night. A 34-32 victory over Rushville. I think you have a little information on that game. Yes, yes, I do. Just a, a close game. <clears throat> I talked with uh, Coach Foster a little bit. He was uh, concerned about that. You know, Rushville was 0-3 coming into the game, but they played three really good opponents. Um, they were able to come out, um, do their thing. He, he's kind of talked about using their strength when they don't have a lot of size and, and kind of do that, and that's something they were able to do last night and get that victory, like you said, 34-32. Hauser came into South Ripley last night, and Coach Seve Beach and the South Ripley Raiders got a victory last night by a score of 56-43 to over the previously unbeaten Hauser Jets. And uh, Coach Beach was very pleased with the way the Raiders played, especially on the defensive end, a game where South Ripley trailed after one quarter of play, but they had a spurt in the second quarter right toward the end of the first half where the Raiders got out to a double-digit lead and really were able to keep that double-digit lead for most of the second half. Brian and I have told you a little bit about what we thought from talking to the coaches about those games. We're going to let you hear directly from the coaches when we come back after our first break here on our pregame show. When we come back, you'll hear from Coach Mark Foster of the Franklin County Wildcats. Following that, you'll hear from Coach Seve Beach of the South Ripley Raiders here on our pregame show prior to tonight's tip-off. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be back after this 90-second timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. 
Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to the pregame show here from Franklin County High School. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples with you tonight. At this time, we are joined by the head coach of the Franklin County Wildcats, Mark Foster. Coach Foster, you bring your team in 4-0 tonight, playing very well so far this year. Uh, yeah, we've got a good start to the year. Um, we, uh, we're, we're obviously happy with 4-0. Um, we have a long way to go uh, to get where we really want to get to. Uh, we've got a lot of kids that are um, getting a lot of chances to play and show us what they've got. Um, we only have really one or two individuals that had any varsity experience coming in. Um, so that is kind of we're trying to learn what they can do. They're learning what they can do as well. Um, so it's kind of like a juggling act right now to see kind of where – roles are being established and who's doing what coach last night you played a rushville team a low scoring game 34 to 32 a close game and with a young team being able to pull out a victory in a close game had to feel good yeah it was uh we didn't play particularly well rushville didn't play particularly well um it was just one of those eiac um fights um games that just was it was tough for both sides um, to score. Um, missed a lot of open shots. Um, and, you know, you play basketball long enough, you're going to have nights like that. I was really proud of our defensive effort. Um, you know, when you're not making shots, we got to be able to guard. And we did a pretty good job of the second half making some changes. And um, we played really well defensively for a half. Double weekends this time of year are always tough. Uh, you probably mainly prepare for that Friday night game, especially when it's a conference game. But what do you know about the South Ripley Ball Club and what this matchup looks like tonight? I was just telling Seve, um that I, I really like this team. Um, his two sophomores are really, really, really good. Um, you know, you watch them on film, and from the first game to last night, they just keep getting better and better and better. And that's what sophomores do. You know, they get more comfortable. Uh, the the point guard, you know, 11 on the road here, yeah, 11 Ward and uh, 25 Henry. They're both, uh, they're really good players. Um, I wish I had them. Um, but, no, they're, they're nice players. Um, they play hard, and I think that they're just going to continue to get better. What are you looking for out of your ball club tonight if you're going to get a double weekend, double victory? Uh, we got to continue to get better offensively after putting a whopping 34 points on the board last night. So we got to do things, some, clean some things up there. Um, we have to do 
continue where we left off defensively. Uh, we got to know where their shooters are. They got a couple kids that can stand and shoot it um, as well. Not mentioning five, uh, eleven and twenty-five. Um, we got to do a really good job on keeping twenty-five off the boards. Um, he's really, really good, and we got to know where eleven is in transition because he can hurt you in transition really, really quickly. Um, they have us on the height, um, but I think we're a little bit stronger than they are um, physically because we got a couple of seniors and they're playing with sophomores. Um, but all tell, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, Sevy will have them prepared. Um, they continue to get better, and um, I worry about those two sophomores for sure. <laughs> Well, Coach Foster, I want to thank you so much for taking time to join us here in the pregame show. Good luck to you tonight. Hey, I appreciate all you guys do. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's head coach Mark Foster, the Franklin County Wildcats. And we'll be more with, back with more of our pregame show right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Sumella? Stuff your stockings with savings on high-speed internet and more from Great Plains Communications. Connect with friends and family near and far. Stream your favorite holiday movies by the fire and shop till you drop online for those special gifts. Call 855-853-1483 or visit us online at gpcom.com slash holiday22 to learn more about holiday offers and speeds in your area. Offer valid on residential services only through 1-6-2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Franklin County High School. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples with you on the call tonight. Get ready for South Ripley versus Franklin County. And joining us right now in the pregame show, head coach of the South Ripley Raiders, Sevy Beach. Coach Beach, uh, congratulations on a victory over Hauser last night. Thanks. Uh, I thought it was you know, a hard-fought battle both ways. Um, you know, we... I thought we played really, really well. I was happy with our defensive end last night. Um, you know, they have, they've got a heck of a guard. I thought we did a really good job, uh, you know, making him work for uh, everything that he got. You know, so that was good to see. We're, we're growing up and starting to understand that. we still got a long way to go with the young group. But uh, I, th- I thought we took a nice step in the right direction last night. I thought Blaine Ward gave you an exceptionally good effort last night. Talk about him. Yeah, uh, gave us really nice effort. You know, he's... Um, filling the stat sheet well, passing the ball, uh, defensively, you know, he's, he's been bugging me. Let me, let me guard this kid. Let me guard that kid. You know, he really wanted the challenge, um, to, to guard Gelfius last night. And, you know, we put him on him and I thought he did a good job. He gave Chansky a nice breather, uh, on that. So that was nice to see. We got a couple guys, you know, that we can shift around on that on different pieces. So, uh, gotta love a kid that is, you know, can do what he can do on the offensive end, but it's also willing to go down and get after it some on the defensive end, too. 
kid who may not get a lot of press or a lot of publicity, thought played very well last night was Ethan Johnson. Came in off the bench and gave you some really nice minutes. Yeah, uh, Ethan Johnson gave us a huge spark off the bench. I think he finished with 12 last night. Um, you know, perfect from the field and uh, got some nice rebounds. And uh, he's the type of kid, if he can get out and transition and run, you know, he can le- really flourish. And we saw that last night. Um, he, he gave us similar minutes to that in the scrimmage um, against East Central. And then he's been dealing with a, an illness bug. And uh, I think last night was the first night he's really gotten back into his element. So that was good to see. And hopefully we can see that can, can continue tonight. Coach, on the back end of a double weekend, you make the road trip up to Franklin County. Talk about what you're looking for out of Franklin County tonight. They come in undefeated at 4-0. Yep. First, uh, the first double weekend is always an interesting weekend of the year, you know, especially with a young group. Um, coming off a nice game last night. Now you got to come play a really physical team uh, tonight. It's 4-0. Uh, they've got two really nice players. Um, you know, and they're going to present a, a physicality similar to what we saw last weekend with North Decatur. So, you know, see how we can react with that. Um, you know, we, we thought we did pretty well last weekend, and then we had a little spurt in the second half, uh, kind of shut ourselves in the foot. So hopefully we can correct that and uh, take a little bit better step uh, tonight against that. But um, Ertl, great guard. You know, he's been playing for four years. Good athlete. I think he's going to play college baseball. Nice pitcher. Um, he's averaging 20 points a game coming in. I know they, he didn't quite get to that, I don't think, last night with their low-scoring game they had but uh, with Rushville. But heck of a player. Volleyball line in the end, he can score three, pull up at the rim. Uh, so we'll have our hands full with him. He's he's a stocky guard, you know, so we'll, we'll have to be ready to guard like we did were last night uh, on him. And then uh, number 50, uh, Wiesefeld, a uh, bigger kid. He can shoot from out to the volleyball line as well. He's got nice range from three. Uh, haven't seen him post a ton, which is a nice nice thing because he's got a little weight on most of our guys. Logan Bradley can match up with him in the post, but um, he's not down there a ton, so that's good. Outside of that, they've got uh, number 25, the Lee kid, is a solid athlete, rebounds the ball. Uh, and outside of that, they're just your normal Franklin County team. They're going to be scrappy. they got some football guys, you know, that are, aren't going to be afraid to get in there and get their nose dirty and get after it on the defensive end. So that'll be good for us to have to deal with that physicality again tonight. Very good, Coach. Well, we appreciate you taking time with us here in the pregame show. want to wish you and the Raiders the best of luck tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you guys' coverage. Absolutely. That's Coach Sevy Beach, the South Ripley Raiders. We'll take another break in our pregame show and be back with more right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples, back with you live at Franklin County High School on our pregame show here. And Brian, we got to hear from the coaches, but we also had a JV game take place here earlier tonight. Give us a little rundown on how that went before we get to the national anthem. You're exactly right. That game started out close in the first period. It was 10 to 6 at the end of the first, and then it was 23 to 6 at the end of the second. So Franklin County kind of ran away with that. Uh, 
as they got going. They played really well. The Raiders just couldn't buy a bucket. The final score of that was 51-35. Uh, some scoring for Franklin County. Caden Kerr had five. Isaiah Kemp, six. Landon Johnson, 13. Carson Allen, eight. Blake Stevenson, 10. Brady Foster, five. Nick Vanoven had four. For South Ripley, Bryson Sipples, four. Landon Adams, 17. Braden Dilk, three. Mason McNew, three. Trevor Kastner with eight. Very good. Thank you very much, Brian. So the JV game is in the books. Going to Franklin County, we'll be getting the varsity game tipped off here in just a few minutes. Looks like they're just about ready for the national anthem here at Franklin County High School. So we're going to take a two-minute timeout, a two-minute timeout, and we come back. We'll get ready for starting lineups and tip-off of tonight's matchup between the Franklin County Wildcats and the South Ripley Raiders. You are listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. When it comes to your health, it's important you find a health care team that is experienced, professional, and compassionate. At Margaret Mary Health, urologist Michael Maggio is all three. Having worked in the field of urology for 30 years, he specializes in treating concerns related to the urinary tract as well as the male reproductive tract. Dr. Maggio sees patients at Margaret Mary's Outpatient and Cancer Center located in Batesville. To learn more, visit mmhealth.org or call 812-933-5110. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Brian Samples, I'm Rob Moorhead, ready to bring you some action from Franklin County High School tonight between the Raiders and the Wildcats. Brian, we got the starting lineups being introduced out on the floor. Why don't you run down the starting lineups for our listeners tonight? We'll do, Rob. For uh, the visiting South Ripley Raiders, they're going with three guards and two forwards. The uh, sophomore, number 11, Blaine Ward. Another guard, junior, number 10, Gavin Binion. The third guard, sophomore, number 32, Chancey Volts. Two forwards, sophomore, number 25, Cole Henry. And senior, number 35, Logan Bradley. For Franklin County, they're going to go the same way. Three guards, two forwards tonight. First guard, sophomore, number 21, Quinn Gilman. Second guard, senior, number 23, Brady Moorhead. Third guard, junior, number 14, Eli Butt. They're two forwards. Senior, number 30, Brant Ertle. 
The other senior, number 25, Jace Lee. Thank you very much, Brian. The Raiders coached by Seve Beach in his first year at South Ripley, 2-2. Two and two. 45 and 74 in six seasons overall after five years up at Centerville. For the Franklin County Wildcats, they're under the direction of head coach Mark Foster. 22 and 6 in his second year. Had a great first year, Brian. 18 and 6. Got beat on a heartbreaker in the uh, sectional final against Lawrenceburg last year. Franklin County had a lot of success in Coach Foster's first year. So we are just about ready to get things started here before too long. And looking at the uh, John Harrell website, John Harrell is predicting the Franklin County Wildcats to get out of here with a nine-point home victory tonight, Brian. Probably a safe prediction given that they're 4-0 coming in. But uh, Coach Beach and the Raiders play defense the way they did last night. I think they'll give them a run. Yes, I agree with you. I think uh, I look for this to be a low-scoring game again tonight. Just kind of pounding, you know, especially with what Franklin County, they're going to try to muscle a little bit. So, uh and you say that, Brian. I'm sorry to interrupt nope, your good. thought, but offensively, Franklin County comes in averaging 48.3 points, giving up only 37.3, while the Raiders average 59 points a game, giving up 54.5. Franklin County seems to want to play that lower-scoring style. We'll see how that plays out as the game goes on. In the center circle, Brant Ertle wearing white for Franklin County, jumping against the South Ripley Raiders, Cole Henry wearing green. Trimmed in black. Franklin County be going to our right. The ball is tapped and is controlled by South Ripley's Gavin Binion. And this game is underway. Franklin County starts out man-to-man. Binion hands off to Ward. Ward brings it around top of the key. Now it's back in the hands of Binion right side. High post to Bradley. They'll leave him open from there. He goes left side to Volts. And now Ward has it taken away by Eli Butt and the first turnover of the game. Franklin County quickly down four with the basketball is Jace Lee. He goes out to the center circle with it, gives it up out there to Eli Butt, and they'll reset the offense. Raiders open up man-to-man as well. Screen and roll on the left side, ball in the post to Jace Lee. Kick out for an open three to Eli Butt. It's no good, but in perfect position for the offensive rebound and putback is Brady Moorhead. Lays it in and gets fouled, Brian, to start the scoring. Yes, and you know, I noticed that a lot in the JV game as well. Franklin County was crashing the boards. They're always in there getting the rebound. Uh, Raiders just got out of position there. Somebody didn't check up top, left it open underneath. Brian, I think that foul goes against South Ripley's Blaine Ward. That sends Moorhead to the free throw line. 50% free throw shooter on the year comes up short. Franklin County on top, two to nothing. Then you're going to walk it up court for the Raiders. Go left side with it to Henry, touching the ball for the first time tonight. He gives it off to Volts. Now Ward has it far corner on the right side. Henry thought about a three, top of the key, gives it up to Bradley. Now back in the hands of Ward, driving down the left side of the lane. Has it knocked away. The ball is loose. Out of there with it comes Brant Ertle for the Wildcats. Ertle brings it down court left side, kicks it back out. They'll reset the offense out to Moorhead. Right side quickly with the basketball is Jace Lee. Now a three on the way from the right wing by Brant Ertle is no good. The long rebound controlled by Quinn Gilman of the Wildcats. Two to nothing, our score. Driving to the basket inside, having his shot blocked is Brant Ertle. Henry blocked it out of bounds for the Raiders, Brian. And, you know, I was looking at the uh, John Harrell and the thing off the IHSA. I find it hard to believe they've only played twice in the last 35 years. Is that, right? that is correct. This game has not been on the schedule as Franklin County inbounds under their own basket. They bring it around to Eli Butt. He goes right side with it to Moorhead, now top of the key, left side as they reverse the floor. Basketball in the hands of Jace Lee. Lee comes on top to Brand Ertle. He'll go back right side with it to Moorhead. 
South Ripley not putting a lot of pressure as they're going to step back inside the three-point line on defense here. With the basketball out deep is Butt being guarded by Ward. Gives it up in the baseline. Now comes back out between the circles. With the ball is Brady Moorhead knocked away. Down the floor goes Henry up for the layup, and it is knocked out of bounds. Nice defense by Brady Moorhead to get the deflection. That would have been a sure two, Brian. Yes, and uh, Henry did a great job staying right in the passing lane, used the correct hand, knock it away. Raiders inbound under their own basket. The lob pass to Henry. Henry catches it, puts it on the floor, loses the handle. Bradley comes up with it now to Binion. Binion has the basketball back out to Logan Bradley, left corner. Now on top to Ward. He's open for three, lets it fly short. Rebound controlled by Franklin County. Knocked out of bounds by South Ripley. Keep it with the Wildcats. 5.42 to play in the first quarter. Low-scoring game here as we get started. 2 to nothing in favor of the Wildcats. Franklin County walks it across the timeline. Quinn Gilman has it. Goes left side with it to Jace Lee. Now right side to Moorhead. Moorhead with the basketball. Ward goes for the steal. Doesn't get it. Butt drives the paint. Kicks it out on the baseline. Three-point attempt is up. And good out of the left corner by Quinn Gilman. And the Raiders find themselves trailing 5 to nothing here in the early going. Volts has the basketball. Henry's going to try to match that three. It goes off the back iron. Nice box out and a rebound for Brent Ertl. And here come the Wildcats looking to add to their five-point advantage. Driving into the paint from the left side. Now kicking it out to the to the far left side is Jace Lee. He gives it up to Butt. Butt being guarded by Ward. Ward deflects the basketball. Goes out of bounds. Keep it with Franklin County. Franklin County will inbound under their own, uh, excuse me, on the far side on their half of the court. 4.50 to play here in quarter number one. Franklin County with the basketball far side is Brant Ertl. Ertl drives to the basket, puts it up with the right hand over the front of the rim, banks it home. Ertl makes it 7-0 in favor of the Wildcats. Ward gives it off to Volts. Volts finds Henry on a back cut. Henry goes off the glass. It's short, but we got a whistle. And Henry's going to go to the free throw line for the first time this evening, trying to get the Raiders on the board. Who did get on that one, Brian? Fouls on number 23, Brady Moorhead, his first, team's first. Cole Henry goes to the free throw line, a 79% free throw shooter, 19 of 24 on the season, one for one tonight. And the Raiders are on the board. Henry averages 18 points a contest, picked up 14 in the win over Hauser last night. Henry, second free throw is long. Logan Bradley gets the rebound for the Raiders. Keep that possession with South Ripley. Chancey Volts picks up his dribble, goes right side. Now back out to Benyon. Benyon will back it way out to the center circle, and he'll reset the offense. Hand off to Ward on the right side, dribbling. Now a hand off to Volts. Right side to Benyon. Benyon finds Bradley top of the key. They go high-low. Nice pass in there. Henry gets the catch. Loses it out of bounds. They will say last touched by South Ripley. So then a turnover for the Raiders. I'll tell you, the Raiders are going to have that high-low a lot tonight. That uh, Henry can work the blocks down there. Indeed. Henry's a tough matchup. He's got size on the Franklin County Wildcats. Wildcats with the basketball. Top of the key. Wide open for a three. Letting it fly and draining it is Quinn Gilman. His second three of the night. The Raiders are down 10-1 to 1 early, and Seve Beach wants a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here, Brian, in Franklin County 
off to a hot, hot start tonight. Yes, they are. They are uh, working the ball very well. The Raiders got caught a few times cheating a pass here or there, and they've taken advantage each time, stepping in a gap, knocking down a bucket. A team that scored 34 points in 32 minutes last night has 10 points in what? A little over four minutes of play so far. Yes. Yeah, got some good-looking shooters. Those guys step up, good-looking shots. Raiders going to have to dig out of this early hole, but uh, that's part of it. Sometimes on the road on a Saturday night on a double weekend, you may not get off to your best start. We'll see if Coach Beach can right the ship here with the Raiders. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. 3.51 left to play in the first quarter. South Ripley will inbound the basketball going the length of the court here, trailing 10-1. to For past experience, you come to a place like Franklin County, you don't want to get down 10-1. to You do not. You do not. It just seems like the atmosphere and everything, it's just tough to come back. What's the saying, Brian? Been there, done that? <laughs> I've yep. been there and done that, and it is hard to come back. Logan Bradley's going to let a three fly for the Raiders from the left side, and the big left-hander drains it. Logan Bradley, first uh, his second three-pointer on the year. He's now two for three from distance. Raiders have a 10-4 to four disadvantage right now. Franklin County with the basketball. Eli Butt hands it off, now gives it out top into the hands of Quinn Gilman. Back to Butt on the right side, being guarded by Ward. Franklin County running a five-out motion offense here against South Ripley. Butt crosses over, has it knocked away, picked up by Brady Moorhead. He comes back right side with it to Ertle. Ertle being guarded by Chancey Volts. Ertle puts it on the floor, crosses over, gets to the block, loses it out of bounds. They will say keep it with Franklin County. We have our first sub of the night, Brian. You're right. That's Ethan Johnson in for the Raiders and uh, Logan Bradley going out. Ethan Johnson gave South Ripley good minutes last night, as we talked about with Coach Beach in the pregame show, getting double figures in that game against Hauser, getting 12 points. Franklin County inbounds. They throw the long lob to Quinn Gilman. He goes left side with it to Ertle. Franklin County will set up their offensive attack. Right side to Butt. Now top of the key with the basketball is Brady Moorhead. Moorhead goes left side to Ertle. Ertle getting into the paint, leaning in, trying to go off the glass. It's no good. Henry there to grab the cam for South Ripley. Henry gets the ball back on the right side off the pass from Binion, and Binion has to chase an errant pass, throws it inbounds. Franklin County with it, heading down court is Gilman. His shot blocks. South Ripley chases it, but it hits the inbounds line and leave it here with Franklin County. Good effort on the defensive end there for the Raiders. Henry did a great job. He just stood there, didn't go for the fake, and then he went straight up, didn't try to swat it. Franklin County will keep possession. They've got a six-point lead with 2.22 to play here in quarter number one. The inbound right in front of the South Ripley bench. Driving to the basket with the ball is Gilman. He tries to go baseline with the pass over to Eli Butt, but it goes out of bounds. Give it back to South Ripley. Raiders a chance to cut into this lead. It's two turnovers on Franklin County. The Raiders have four. Yeah, coming into the game, the Raiders averaging 14 turnovers a game. And there's another one. There's a steal and a breakaway layup for Brady Moorhead. The left-hander takes it up for two off the right side. And his fourth point of the night, Franklin County goes on top 12-4. to And that's just an unforced variety. A bad pass there by South Ripley. Binion with the basketball between the circles. Goes left side with it to Ward. Ward being guarded closely by Eli Butt. Gives it up to Johnson. Johnson back to Ward. Ward tries to get to the paint, picks up his dribble, loses the handle, gets it back, puts up a little jump hook in the paint, comes up short, 
Rebound controlled by Brady Moorhead, and here come the Wildcats. Minute and a half to play in the quarter. Franklin County with the basketball left side with it is Brant Ertle. We got a whistle and a foul, and I believe that's going to be a, a foul on the Raiders here, Brian. Yes, I believe that's uh, Chancey Volts. Yes, that is Chancey Volts. That's his first, the team's second. Franklin County will inbound under their own basket. They trigger it in, get it in left side to Brant Ertle. Ertle brings it out to Brady Moorhead. Moorhead between the circles, looks over to Mark Foster on the sideline. They'll set up a little ball screen here. Ertle comes off the ball screen, pulls up from 15 and drains it. Good-looking shot by Brant Ertle for his fourth point of the game, and the lead is back up to 10. That's why you average 20 a game. That was a good-looking shot. He no doubt it about it. Coming off that ball screen, Brian, two dribbles and a pull-up jumper. That's hard to guard. Yes, it is. Three-point attempt on the way, and good for South Ripley. That's Gavin Binion getting into the scoring column. Binion, a 46% three-point shooter coming in, makes it 14-7, his first three. Franklin County with the basketball on top is Quinn Gilman. Gilman comes baseline to Butt. He puts up a three-pointer. It rims out. Johnson battling for the rebound. Knocked out of his hands by Brent Ertle. Give it over to the Raiders with 38 seconds left here in quarter number one. After the way this game started, Brian, if you could only be down four or five at the end of the quarter, I think Coach Beach would take that. I was thinking the same thing, just looking at the clock. Raiders running down and get one here. They're going to take their time. The clock is down to 22 seconds. Ward has it on the top. Explores a little bit. Now kicks it out to Henry. Henry wants to go to the rim. Puts up a shot, and it is blocked out of bounds. Keep it with South Ripley, but a nice block off of that Henry leaner by Jace Lee, his opposite number for the Wildcats. Yes, he came from across the lane and got that one. 14 seconds in the quarter. The Raiders inbound under their own basket. Off a double screen to the corner is Ward. His three no good. Ethan Johnson grabs the offensive rebound. Now it's inside to Henry. Henry goes up, and he is fouled with four seconds to go in the quarter. A nice job by the Raiders. Chancey Volz made a nice pass in there to get Henry the opportunity, and the big guy will go to the line for two, Brian. Yes, he did. He didn't force anything with the clock running down, and they still got the look. That foul was on number 23, Brady Moorhead. That's his second, the team's second. Free throw on the way and good for Henry. He's two for three now on the evening, his second point, both from the free throw line. Comes in averaging 18 a contest. 14 to eight is our score. Henry can cut this lead to five. Missed it off the back rim. Rebound controlled by Franklin County. Binion almost comes away with a steal. And Franklin County will not be able to advance the basketball as Jace Lee had it in his hand when the buzzer sounded. And we've reached the end of quarter number one. Franklin County on top of South Ripley, 14-8. to We'll take a 60-second timeout and be back with more right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. 
To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's game brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Margaret Mary Health. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples back with you. We start quarter number two. Franklin County, a six-point lead in the ball and a great play to come out, but the shot was missed. They went inside to Tanner Wirtz, unable to find the basket. South Ripley comes away with a rebound. Missed opportunity there for Franklin County. Bolts has it on the left side, looking inside. Now goes to Ward. Ward has a wide-open look from three. Comes up short from the left wing. Rebound controlled by Wirtz for Franklin County. Make that Jace Lee, and here come the Wildcats. Stop and go. And to the rim from the left side is Brant Ertle for his sixth point. Eight-point advantage now for Franklin County. Good transition basket there for the Wildcats as Ward will bring it up for South Ripley. Johnson has it left side. Franklin County really defending when the Raiders catch the basketball. They're getting up in their grill immediately. Ward takes it down the left side, picks it up, goes outside to Bradley. Johnson gets it right wing. Three on the way, and he got it. Ethan Johnson drains the three, his first basket of the night. And it's 16-11, Franklin County. They try to answer quickly with a three from Brant Ertle. No good, and Ethan Johnson gets the rebound. Ethan Johnson, a 6-3 junior, played big minutes last night. Doing the same so far in this one, Brian. Yes, you mentioned that. Said he had a really good game last night. Come right back tonight. A step back three for Blaine Ward comes up short. and Here come the Wildcats. Taking it to the basket is Jay Slee. Tries to go left side with it and throws it out of bounds. And that turnover will give it right back to the Raiders, trailing by five. Cole Henry's going to check in. They're going to give Blaine Ward a little break. The 6.31 to play here in the first half. Raiders trailing 16-11. Third turnover now for Franklin County. The Raiders have five. So the Raiders taking care of the ball a little bit better here to start the quarter. Right side they go with the basketball to Cole Henry. Now Volts has it back to Henry. Bradley posting inside, has it on the right block back for a three-point shot to Henry. It's off the back rim, rebound controlled by Franklin County. With the basketball is Eli Butt. Driving to the left, takes it inside, scoops it up with one hand, banks it in, and he is fouled. A nice move to the basket by Eli Butt for his first basket, Brian. Yes, he, like I said, these kids are strong. Went to the bucket hard, was able to finish it. That foul is on. Number 25 for the Raiders, Cole Henry. That's his first, team's third. Free throw on the way is no good off the back iron, but able to get his own rebound is Eli Budd. That's a mistake for South Ripley, not boxing out the shooter. Franklin County keeps the possession. Ball goes over to the left side, and they capitalize. A three-pointer from Quinn Gilman, his third in the contest. Gilman now has nine, and it's a 10-point lead once again. Quickly, Henry... Tries to take the ball to the basket, going against Tanner Wirtz, and Wirtz is going to get called for the foul, Brian. See who they get that on. White. Franklin County. Tanner Wirtz, his first, the team's third. You know, something we saw last night, we called the game with Milan and South Decatur. There were probably 10, 11 times in that game that people got rebounds, offensive boards off the free throw line. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's frustrating for coaches. You really got to keep that from happening. As the Raiders inbound it to Ward, who's checked back into the game. Ward gets it into the paint, and he's going to be fouled. He left his feet. 
found a cutting Bradley and just he got ready to give the ball away. Uh, the foul is called. That foul will be on Eli Butt. That's his first, team's fourth now. Raiders inbound into their own basket. Ward will throw it in this time. They throw it into Henry. Henry goes left elbow with it to Binion. Ward coming off the screen from Henry. They try to feed Ward, but the ball is deflected, and Franklin County comes away. And the sixth turnover from South Ripley is matched now by the fourth turnover for Franklin County on a ball that goes out of bounds. Brian, a little bit sloppy here. Yes, trying to force it down and get a quick bucket. Franklin County been really patient. That time they tried to force it, turn it over. Gavin Benyon to walk it up for South Ripley. 5.25 to play here in the first half. They trigger it in to Logan Bradley. Back to Benyon. Benyon's going to let fly with the three. Goes off the back rim over the backboard and rebounded out of there by Franklin County's Brant Ertle. Here come the Wildcats. Ertle crossing over, going right side, kicking it out on the baseline to Eli Butt, being guarded by Bradley. Bradley with about six inches on the smaller butt. Right side, they come inside. Works has it in there, kicks it out on the baseline. Three-point attempt is up and good. How about Landon Wiestafield draining a three from out there? that was downtown. It was to make it 24-11, to Franklin County on top. Ward picks up his dribble, goes inside to Bradley. Bradley on the right block with it. Picks up his dribble, kicks it back out to Ward. Buck guarding Ward very closely. Ward tries to take him into the paint. And Ward switches hands, pulls up with a right-hander inside and drains it. First points of the night for South Ripley's leading scorer, Blaine Ward. Raiders trailing by 11. 4.20 left here in half number one. Driving right side with it is Gilman. Picking up his dribble. Kicks it out to the top now to Brant Ertle. Ertle's going to let a long three fly, and he drains it. Brant Ertle now with nine points on the night. It's 27-13, Franklin County. That's a fifth three by Franklin County so far. And the Raiders unable to get many of those in the basket as Ethan Johnson's going to pull up from 12 feet. His jumper's no good. Rebound controlled by Brant Ertle. Ertle's very athletic too, Brian. Drives down, kicks it out. Now another long three put up. By Franklin County's Wiestafield, this one will carry him off and go out of bounds. And the Raiders will get the ball back, trailing by 14. wonder who does the strength training for Franklin County. they got a lot of solid kids. They do. They do. You can see that. And Mark Foster kind of referenced that in the, in the pregame show, Brian. He knew South Ripley had some height, but he said, I think we'll be a little more strong and physical. And Sandy B kind of referenced the same thing as well. And you get seniors, several seniors playing against a few sophomores and juniors, so that's a difference too. No doubt about it. As Ward catches the basketball on the left side, drives into the left block, and as he goes up off his feet, the whistle and a foul. I don't know if they're going to give him a shooting foul here, Brian. I think it'll be out of bounds. Yes, I think they pointed on the floor. That's on uh, Eli Butt. That's his second and the uh, team fifth. That's significant because he'll have to check out, and Eli Butt handles the basketball a lot for this Wildcat team. Mark Foster will get a sub in there for him. Gilman will check back in. Volts will end down the basketball underneath for South Ripley. South Ripley goes 1-4 deep on all their inbounds under the basket so far as I can tell. They get this one in the left corner to Ward. Ward gets into the paint, steps through, little jump hook over the front of the rim, rolls off. Rebound pulled out of there by Tanner Words. Here come the Wildcats. Franklin County across the timeline with the basketball with Brant Ertle. Drives wow. strong to the basket right side and scores. That's a big man play right there, Brian. He just got around the defender and took it right to the hoop. Man, he hesitated for just a second, then exploded to the bucket. Already in double figures with 11. South Ripley goes inside. 
Now it's out to Henry. Henry over the front of the rim on a nice drive. Cole Henry with his fourth point of the night. First field goal makes it 29-15. to 15. Inside three minutes to play here in half number one. Standing between the circles is Brant Ertle dribbling, being guarded by Chancey Volts. He comes right side with it to Westerfield. Westerfield, I should say, takes it down on the baseline to Xander Rodriguez, who checked into the contest. And Ward steps in a passing lane and steals at Blaine, coming down the left side off the fifth turnover of Franklin County. Ward shot up, no good, but there's Ethan Johnson for the offensive rebound and put back for South Ripley, make it 29-17. 2.20 to play in the first half. South Ripley trailing by 12. Raiders trying to pick up the defensive intensity here on this end. Rodriguez has the basketball on the left side. He brings it across right side now to Quinn Gilman, being guarded by Ward. Gilman driving to the right, kicks it out on the baseline into the hands of Brant Ertle. Ertle backing down, Chancey Volts gets into the block, puts up the shot, swatted away by Cole Henry. Here comes Volts with the basketball. He finds Johnson up ahead and leads him just a little too far as the pass goes out of bounds. Seventh turnover for the Raiders. They uh, pushing the ball up. you got to like them being aggressive, getting after just a little bit out of control. Jace Lee will check in. Landon Wiestefield will check out. Brant Ertle already in double figures. Brian has 11 points for Franklin County. Comes into the contest averaging 21, and you can see why. Just like him, man. He is a good-looking player. He can get to the rim, and he can put the basketball up from deep. He's got it now. Dribbling off a high ball screen. Attacks the basket. Puts up a shot. Goes out of bounds, and the officials will say that shot was blocked. So keep it with Franklin County. Blaine Ward got a quick breather. Now he'll check back in. Ethan Johnson will go to the bench for the Raiders. Ethan Johnson's done a good job tonight working the weak side off the shots, getting that weak side rebound. 1.35 to play here in the first half. 29-17, Raiders trailing by 12. Franklin County inbounds the basketball to Brent Ertle. Ertle being guarded. By Volts, he gives it up and gets it back. Ertle with the basketball on the right side, and Volts is going to get called with a reach in here. Ertle kind of got right around him, and and Volts tried to snap that one from behind, Brian, and unable to do so. Yeah, he caught a lot of body on it that time. That'd be his uh, second foul, just the fourth on uh, the Raiders here with a minute 22 to go in the half, so no foul trouble. They are going to give... Volts a chance to sit down with that second foul as Ethan Johnson checks back in for the Raiders. Franklin County enters it under their own basket. Rodriguez catches it on the right wing, guarded by Johnson. Rodriguez pulls up the free throw line, now kicks it out left side, and get, they get it back out on top to Jace Lee. Back to Rodriguez, now out on top to Ertle. Ertle kicks it out, gives it up to Wirtz. Wirtz goes all the way to the free throw stripe, now picks it up, and he gets it back outside of Ertle. Ertle being guarded by Binion. Fakes right, goes left, gets into the paint, puts up a shot, no good. And I believe that's going to be another foul against the Raiders. Ertle is so good because he can shoot from out, and his step is so quick. The Raiders have been just out of position each time. That foul was on. Raiders blame Ward. That's his second foul now, 15 foul. Interestingly enough, coming into the weekend, I don't know about last night, but coming into the weekend, Brant Ertle, only a 62% free throw shooter. Brian, 8 for 13, misses that first one tonight. He does have 11 points on the night. Second free throw on the way, and he got that one. So 12 for Ertle, make it a 13-point advantage. 30-17, to 17, Franklin County has almost matched their scoring effort. 
for the entire game last night. Binion has the basketball, far side right wing. Rodriguez knocks it away from him. Binion chased it down. A lot of contact over there right in front of the official. No call. And the ball will be deflected out of bounds off of Franklin County. Keep it with the Raiders. I'm not sure how you don't call something one way or another. Something there. right there. There's a lot of contact between those two right in front of the official. Binion will throw it into the backcourt to Ward. Ward across the timeline now with the basketball. Will set the offense for South Ripley. Ward dribbles to the left. Gives it off to Henry. Henry, nice reverse move. Takes it a basket and scores. Cole Henry, good fundamental move there. A little spin at the elbow. Goes to the left side, lays it in. 13, uh, 30 to 19, Franklin County. Six points now for Cole. Franklin County may play for one here, Brian. 15 seconds left. Grant Ertle dribbles the basketball out near the center circle. Down to 10. Here comes a ball screen. Comes off the ball screen. Pulls up from three. It's blocked by Binion. And they. That was on the pass, wasn't it? Was it a pass? I was thinking up. Brian Humphreys is uh, holding three fingers up here. Brian, one of the referees. They're going to send her to the free throw line to shoot three. Yeah, and Coach Beach is out there on the court talking to him about it. They were That was a pick and roll. That was a lob play, I think, to finish it. So that was a pass. And uh, I think they're going to get Binion for the foul. Is that correct, Brian? Yes. And the free throw on the way, and it is good. That's Binion's first and the team's sixth. So make that 13 now. Second free throw up is no good. So 13 points for Brant Ertel. Wiestefeld will check in. Wirtz will check out. Four seconds left. South Ripley, if they can get a rebound here or after a make, they'll have one last shot at a basket here. The free throw is good. Bradley will throw it in to Binion. Binion trying to get it to Ward and does so. Ward across the timeline. Throws up a double pump shot. It's no good. And we will head to the half with Franklin County leading South Ripley 32-19. to We'll take a minute and a half time out here, 90 seconds, and we'll come back and have some more of our halftime show with you right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. 
Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet heat deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Hey, welcome back to Franklin County High School for the Halftime Show. If you're listening in the background, you hear a little Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, as we're being entertained by the dance team here of the Franklin County Wildcats. Their basketball team had a nice first half there, putting up 32 points. In half number one, they have a 32-19 advantage over South Ripley in the first quarter. Franklin County got off to a great start. I think they had the Raiders down 11-1 at one point. Ended up 14-8 at the end of one quarter of play. In the second quarter, Franklin County again outscored South Ripley, this time by a score of 18-11 to give us our 32-19 score here at the half. Taking a look at the individual statistics here as far as scoring goes, for Franklin County, they're being led by Brant Ertle tonight. The leading scorer coming in tonight has 14 here in half number one. Following up Brant Ertle is Quinn Gilman with nine, Brady Moorhead with four, Landon Wiestafield with three, and Eli Butt with two. That makes up the 32 points for Franklin County. Again, 14 of those from Ertle, nine from Gilman, four from Moorhead, three from Wiestafield, and two from Eli Butt. Over on the South Ripley side, they're being led by 6'5 sophomore Cole Henry tonight. He's got six points for the Raiders. Ethan Johnson off the bench picked up five. Three points each for Gavin Binion and Logan Bradley on two made three-pointers. And Blaine Ward has two points on one basket for the Raiders. Again, six for Cole Henry to lead the Raiders. Five for Ethan Johnson. Three each for Gavin Binion and Logan Bradley. And two for Blaine Ward. That's the 19 points. For South Ripley. What's this look like from a team standpoint, Brian? For the uh, Raiders, they have seven team rebounds uh, led by Ethan Johnson with three. Two of those were offensive that led to buckets for the Raiders off both of those. Uh, Cole Henry with two. He had Chancey Volts with one. And Logan Bradley with one. South Ripley had seven turnovers, and a lot of those happened in the first period. It seemed like second period, both teams settled in. The turnovers dropped off. South Ripley had seven. Uh, the Raiders have three three-pointers in the quarter, and they had four two-pointers. They were two of four from the free-throw line. For Franklin County, they had nine rebounds, three to Brant Ertle, three to Jace Lee, two to Eli Butt, one Brady Moorhead, and one for Tanner Wirtz. Uh, they only had one offensive board, if I kept that right. They were getting to the bucket, either getting fouled, but the Raiders did a good job of keeping them off the boards, it seems like. They just had one offensive board. They were three of seven from the free throw line. They had just five turnovers. So pretty clean half, you know, a good half for Franklin County. Indeed. And, Brian, again, we talked about last night, they uh, defeated Rushville 34-32 to and a very low-scoring contest, and they're two points shy of putting up uh, the same number of points they put up last night in a full game. Now, as you and I both know, the flow of the game and, and the way that – the tempo of the game is going can have a lot of impact on how many points are scored. But Mark Foster talked in the pregame show about hoping 
to get their offense on track a little bit. And I think if you're Mark Foster, you got to be pleased with what you've seen so far. You're exactly right. And I think something, too, I mean, you know, they get into that EIAC and the way they're playing. I found this interesting. I was doing some stats today. I went through the ITSA website. So when you look at the 3A standings for the the polls and the standings, you got Mishawaka Marion. They were 5-0. and They're number one. But then you go Greensburg is number four. Connorsville's number 13. Lawrenceburg's number 20. Those are all EIAC schools. Yes, they are. And you got Franklin County that's not ranked, who's 4-0. and And then you throw East Central in the mix as well. So the style of basketball they have to play to try to come out on top of that conference is something. It is. It, and that conference also ends up, for the most part, Brian, being their sectional. So Franklin County plays in that 3A sectional 29, which is basically the EIAC, Franklin County, Greensburg, Connorsville, Batesville, South Denver, Lawrenceburg, Rushville, with the exception of East Central, and they play in 4A. So not only do you got to grind against those schools all throughout the regular season to win a conference, but then come to the postseason, it's basically the EIAC tourney for yes. Franklin County. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, – and, and that's, Mark had a fantastic year in his first year, and but that was one of the toughest sectionals in 3A – Oh, yeah. uh, in the state last year. Four. And and if you looked at that, Brian, I think if you were going to DraftKings, which hopefully people aren't betting on high school basketball, but <laughs> my point is on yep. this, Lawrenceburg was probably maybe the fifth or sixth favorite in that tournament, and they come out and win it. I mean, people would have put money on Connersville, Greensburg, and Franklin County without question as the top three in that tournament. But the way things shook down in that tournament, Lawrenceburg ends up coming away with a sectional championship. And you're right, and I kind of watched that. You know, I watched all the tournaments when it comes to the end, just see who's beating who. And, and you, you know, you would have had Franklin County right there in the top. But it's just, it's just, I mean, night in and night out, they're playing teams like that. You know, they're that physical. It's just a little bit different level, I always say, when you go from 2A to 3A and then from 3 to 4, it's even another big step up. Well, you can definitely, I mean, we're three rows off the court here, right? You can definitely see a difference in physicality between these two teams. But I think Coach Beach knew that coming in, and it's something that his Raiders need to uh, need to go up against teams like this. The way you get better is by playing uh, good, solid competition and good physical teams. And this is a good test for South Ripley, but an opportunity uh, to try to get better as well with, with the young Raiders. So, Brian, let's take a quick time out here and uh, come back with more of our halftime show right after this 90-second break. We'll take a 90-second timeout and be back right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball from Franklin County High School on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Stuff your stockings with savings on high-speed internet and more from Great Plains Communications. Connect with friends and family near and far. Stream your favorite holiday movies by the fire and shop till you drop online for those special gifts. Call 855-853-1483 or visit us online at gpcom.com slash holiday22 to learn more about holiday offers and speeds in your area. Offer valid on residential services only through 1-6-2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Curtin Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. 
challenges, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Brian Samples, I am Rob Moorhead here at Franklin County High School where old Chris Kringle Santa Claus right here down in front of us, Brian. Oh, uh, passing out candy canes. Passing out candy canes right here in Franklin County High School. And thanks to David Voss for taking care of us with some candy canes too, even though Brian and I are probably on the naughty list. Uh, we came through and got a candy cane from Santa tonight. So he gives us each one, and he takes five of them from some little kid. <laughs> That's the way it rolls. It's all, you know, all for one, or, or take, take what you can for yourself. Take care of number one. Franklin County leads at the half here in this one, 32 to 19. A, a great floor show put on earlier by the Franklin County dance team. A lot of uh, Christmas spirit as you look around here. Uh, this uh, second weekend in December, as a lot of high school basketball throughout the state. And, Brian, we were talking a little bit about what Franklin County's sectional look like. Looks like, I should say. South Ripley plays in sectional 45 in uh, Class 2A. It'll be hosted at South Ripley this year for fans who may not be aware. Uh, they made some changes in sectional alignments this year. That will now be a five-team sectional at South Ripley. It'll include North Decatur, Switzerland County, Milan, Hauser and the host South Ripley Raiders and Brian you look around I think that's got to be one of the uh, most competitive uh, and evenly matched sectionals in the state of Indiana based on what we're seeing early on in the season. You're exactly right and I have I was able to do the game last night here on WRBI it was South Decatur Milan so uh, you know both those teams they look just like the rest so far in 2A you know yeah. I know it's early on but if I watch both of them play it's like come late in the year it could be anybody well and that's one of the changes this year Brian is South Decatur actually dropped down to 1A Hauser came up to 2A so in yep. that spot last year was South Decatur yep. and now it'll be the Hauser Jets coming in there for those who may not know uh, I'm pretty uh, close with the head coach of the Hauser Jets yes, as uh Trent Moorhead, my, my youngest son Trent, is in his first year as head coach of the Jets. They brought the Jets into South Ripley last night, and the Raiders uh, hung one on them. And uh, the Jets tonight are around at Henryville. And, uh, so it, but I think he's got a young team. South Ripley's got a young team. Right now, if you had to handicap a favorite in that sectional, you'd go with North Decatur, uh, who looked very good uh, with Lance Nobby kind of leading the way with, for them. And... Uh, uh, they've got a couple other fine players there at North Decatur as well. Will be a team to uh, watch throughout the year. And you know, I've, I saw that. Uh, you know, so Triton Central's out. They were able to come in here for their two years and steal that second back indeed. to back. But then last night, I saw they knocked off Greensburg. They did. Who was ranked number three? So you know, they got another good team. Obviously, they're out. You know, this year they moved out, but still. You know, that section, you wouldn't have thought they would have won it the two years that they yeah. won it with the teams that were in. Well, the, the, the guy who's got to be feeling better than anybody is Travis Reitzman down in Switzerland County because they were playing in a sectional that contained Providence last year, the 2A state champs yes. who came out of that sectional with Southwestern and, and among others. Well, Switz actually moved out and came over to our sectional and moving in and taking their place is Brownstown. So oh, now you've got Brownstown Central and Southwest uh, and and Providence, who are two of the top teams oh, yeah. in uh, in two A, and they're both in that sectional that Switzerland County used to be in, 
and they're now in, in the South Ripley sectional. So it'll be interesting when we get to that time of year, but a lot of basketball to be played between now and then. And speaking of that, we are ready to get started here with half number two, Franklin County on top, 32-19, to and South Ripley will inbound the basketball and have first possession here in the second half. Looks like starters for both teams. South Ripley runs a set out of the break. Binion gets it on the right wing after coming off a double screen. He goes top of the key to Ward. Blaine drives to the left side, puts up a shot, has it blocked out of bounds. Nice block that time by Brant Ertle. Keep it with the Raiders. Franklin County's done a good job. That's three or four blocks they've gotten tonight where the, the guy slipped off and gives some help and got a block. Volts inbounds to Ward coming off a double screen to the right corner. Ward will kick it out to Binion. The Raiders will reset the offense. Gavin, nice pass inside to Logan Bradley. Bradley missed the first attempt but stayed with it. Got the offensive rebound and the putback. Bradley's fifth point. Make it 32-21. Right side with it to Eli Buck. Go the Franklin County Wildcats. Wildcats setting up a 1-4 high here against the Raider man-to-man. Coming off the high ball screen is Ertle. Nice little bounce pass inside. The shot put up off the glass by Jace Lee. Lee's first basket of the game. He averages 13, Brian. Makes it 34-21. Yep. Good spacing in there. Nice head, you know, the head fake. The bucket. Raiders go inside to Bradley on the right block. He kicks it out. Now it's in the hands of Henry. He'll rise up for three, and he gets it. The big sophomore has nine now. Cole Henry makes it 34-24. Raiders trailing by 10. We've played about a minute, 15 seconds here in the third quarter. Franklin County brings it left side to Jace Lee. Lee goes on top to Eli Butt. Butt shakes and bakes, goes inside to the block and kicks it out into the hands of Ertle. Ertle against Chansey Volts. Drives, loses the basketball, gets it back. Now kicks it out to Butt. Back to Ertle for three. Out of the right corner and he got it. Ertle faked once, let the defender go by, set his feet, and drained the three, Brian. He's a good-looking shooter, good-looking player. 17 on the night for Ertle, 37-24, Franklin County. Binion picks up his dribble, goes left side to Ward. Blaine will hand it off to Volts. Chancey driving with his right hand, kicks it out to Henry. Henry, two dribbles, pull up from 15, and he got it. That's a good-looking move right there as well. Exactly right. 11 for Cole Henry, first Raider to hit double figures. 37-25, 37-25, Wildcats by 12. Ertle kicks it out on the baseline into the hands of Jace Lee. Lee loses the handle, goes out of bounds, but they'll say it went off of South Ripley. Keep it with the Wildcats. Raiders gave good help that time. They're doing a better job of taking away that baseline. Ertle will trigger it in into the Franklin County basket. Coming off the screen is Quinn Gilman. Catches it in the left corner to Lee. On top to Butt. Butt comes back to... Gilman. Gilman loses the handle, gets it back, kicks it out to Ertle. Raiders stay half court man-to-man. Little ball screen right side. Ball picked up, handed to Brady Moorhead. Moorhead's going against Henry inside. Henry swats it. Ball is loose, being battled for. And finally coming out of there with it is Gavin Benyon. Benyon, as he brings it up the court, has a whistle and a foul called behind. And I believe that's going to go on South Ripley away from the basketball, Brian. And I did not see that because I looked down writing a stat. So that was on. It's going against Blaine Ward. And there was a Franklin. I think Moorhead was on the ground, and Blaine got tangled with him as he was trying to head down the other end of the floor. And Brian Humphreys was back there. And Brian thought it was a little more intentional than what maybe it was meant to be, and he called a foul. 
That's three on Blaine. And they're having that discussion right now, he and Coach Beach. Yeah, Coach Beach wants to know exactly what Brian Humphrey saw, and Brian is telling him Coach Beach is keeping his cool, but but, uh, certainly having a conversation about it. As everything shakes out, Franklin County will inbound under their own basket. They kick it in. Moorhead gets it back into the corner. Moorhead will dribble it out and hand it off to Ertl. Now he goes right side with it to Gilman. Gilman drives to the basket, loses the handle. Benyon comes away with it. Gavin Benyon on the steal, heading the other direction, goes up for the shot. No good. Offensive rebound by Henry. Henry spins into the lane, puts up a little jump hook. No good. And Ertl comes out with it. Quickly down the floor go the Wildcats. Ertl gets it off to Quinn Gilman, and Gilman lays it in off the right side for his 11th point. 39-26. Franklin County on top. 4.45 to play in the third quarter. With the basketball left side is Logan Bradley. Gives it back to Binion. Binion dribbles off the screen. Thought about a three. Now gets it over to Henry. Cole will step back, shoot the three, and he got it. He's on fire. Cole Henry already eight points in the quarter for the Raiders. 14 on the night. Makes it 39-29. Raiders trailing by 10. Looks confident, doesn't he, Brian? Yes, he does. He's just stepping right up and knocking them down. Ertl comes off a high ball screen, gets into the paint. Nice pass to Lee underneath, block to block. Lee's shot blocked by Cole Henry, and Logan Bradley comes out of there with the basketball. Here come the Raiders. Henry has it at the circle. Cole will set the offense. 6'5 point guard out here, Brian. You don't <laughs> see that all the time. Goes left side with a debating back to Henry. I was say he Henry wants, it. wants three more off the back rim. No good. Rebound battled for Logan Bradley kicks it out to Ward. Three on the way left side, and he got it. The Raiders get finding their shooting touch here in the third quarter. Ward has five points, and it's a seven-point lead for Franklin County, the closest the Raiders have been since early in the first half. Logan Bradley has three offensive boards now. Ertl dribbles the basketball around to the left side, goes on top to Eli Butt, right side with it to Moorhead. Moorhead guarded by Henry. Moorhead takes it baseline to Lee, back out to Moorhead, now Butt with it. Franklin County moves the basketball around to Ertl, and we're going to have a whistle and a blocking foul against the Raiders, Brian. I'll tell you what, I think that's three on Chansey. We'll see, yeah, it's his third, the team's second. He just was about a step off of being in the right spot. Yep. He was doing the right thing, but Ertl's just, just quick enough that he got that foul on him. Again, sophomore yep. uh, learning as the season goes along and uh, playing against a senior, that's a tough matchup. They'll inbound right in front of the Franklin County bench. It's a really good senior, too. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. There's a spin move. Ball lost for a second by Eli Buddy. Gets it back. Gavin Binion guarding him. Gives it off to Lee. Being guarded by Bradley. And Bradley takes it from him. Logan Bradley having a nice third quarter here for South Ripley. That's the seventh. Franklin County turnover. Raiders a chance to cut into this seven-point lead. Gavin Binion lets fly with three. Top of the key off the back rim. The long rebound. Johnson tries to get to it. Lost his footing. It'll go out of bounds. Give it back to Franklin County. He was kind of tied up just a little bit over there. I think that was Gilman. He tried to get around him, couldn't get there. 2.45 to play in the third quarter. Franklin County with the basketball and a seven-point lead. Coming left side with the basketball is Gilman. They try the backdoor play. Johnson does a nice job defending it. They throw it right wing to Ertl. Ertl backing it up. They got the floor cleared for him. He's going one-on-one on that side. Johnson does a nice job. They kick it over to Gilman. Gillen baseline to Lee. Lee guarded by Bradley. Takes it to the baseline. Henry takes it away from him. Cole Henry with the basketball. He's coming coast to coast with it. Now he'll pick it up. 
Kick it out to Benyon. Benyon fakes, drives, picks up his dribble, has it knocked away and stolen by Tanner Wirtz. And here come the Wildcats. Nearing two minutes to play in the third quarter, Franklin County with the basketball. They come on top to Gilman, got away with the travel, pulls up from 15, and he got it. 13 points now for Quinn Gilman. I thought he shuffled his feet a little bit there, Brian. Yeah, he did. He took off before he dribbled. 41-32. Franklin County extends their lead to 9, 145 to play in the quarter. Henry has it left side. Henry drives. He is fouled as he tosses the shot up. It goes in. They will say no basket that the foul was on the drive, and I believe that's the correct call. Yes, you're right. They, he fouled out. Of, they called it at the free throw line, and he went on through. That foul was on. Number 44, Tanner Wirtz, his second team first Raiders of the in, half. I'm sorry, sorry Brian. Nope. Raiders inbound into their own basket. They throw it into Bradley. Bradley dribbles over left side, gives it up to Benyon. Benyon will reset the offense. Benyon spins, takes it into the basket, gives it up to Bradley. Bradley's shot from the left block is blocked out of there by Tanner Wirtz. Here comes Franklin County. Ertl has it on the left wing. We're down to 120 to play in the quarter. Franklin County on top by nine. They give it back to Ertl. Ertl's going baseline. Fakes, goes up and scores. Nice, strong move by Brant Ertl. 19 for Ertl in the contest. South Ripley tries to answer it. Taking the ball strong to the basket is Cole Henry from the left side. And we got a whistle and a foul. I think Henry will go to the line and shoot two. You are correct. A foul again will be on number 44. That's Tanner Wirtz. That's his third, team second. And Henry will be at the free throw line. Got to appreciate the guts and effort of South Ripley coming out here after trailing 32-19 at the half. The Raiders have come out with a little fire. Try to get back into this ball game. Henry's first free throw is up and good. That's his third free throw made tonight. Out of five attempts. 15 points on the night for the sophomore. Henry, second free throw on the way, and he got it. Give him 16, make it 43-34. Raiders trailing by nine. We've reached the one-minute mark in the third quarter, and Franklin County in no hurry right now. Brant Ertl just dribbling the basketball. Out near the center circle on the right side, being guarded by Ethan Johnson. Gives it up to Moorhead. Moorhead has it right side. Moorhead guarded by Henry. South Ripley stays in their half-court man-to-man. Mark Foster has them spreading the floor here. Going to take a little time off the clock. This is Gilman on the left side. Kicks it back out to Moorhead. On top to Ertl. Very patient. Ertl standing about a foot away from the center circle. And the half-court stripe. Down to 20 seconds. Hands it off to Quinn Gilman. Gilman between the circles goes right side with it. Now gets it back. Gives it over to Ertl. Down to 12 seconds. Playing for one for sure as Ertl's going to take the ball to the center circle and now start his attack. Guarded by Johnson. Gets to the block. Puts it up with the left hand. No good. But we got a whistle and a foul. And that's going to send Ertl to the free throw line, Brian. I'll tell you why he does such a good job. That foul was on South Ripley's Logan Bradley, his first, team's third. He uses his body so well. It doesn't matter the height of the guys. He uses his body so well, gets in there and draws the contact, but can still finish. Yeah, and Ethan Johnson's been doing a good job on him here in the third quarter, but he's able to hesitate, Brian, as he makes the first free throw. His stop-and-go move is really good. He changes direction and speed very quickly, and uh, he got in there against three Raiders, drew the foul, makes the first free throw, and it's now a 10-point advantage 
for Franklin County. Three and a half seconds left here in the quarter. Second free throw good as well. 21. Henry's going to get a three off of the buzzer. Just rims out. And we go to the end of quarter number three with Franklin County on top of South Ripley. 45 to 34. We'll take a break. Come back with fourth quarter action right after this. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's game brought to you in part by George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, and Fleetwood Chevrolet Buicks. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples with you live from Franklin County High School where the Wildcats hold a 45-34 advantage over South Ripley as we head in to quarter number four, and it'll be Franklin County getting the first possession. Brian, they're being led tonight by Brent Ertle, 21 points, and I missed who got that one. They go inside. To that was up by Quinn Gilman. Yes, Gilman. Gilman got the basket off a little inside screen. Gilman now with 15. South Ripley trailing by 13 with basketball. On the right side is Cole Henry. Henry goes on top to Binion. He thought about the three, now thinks better of it, gives it off to Ward. Ward driving down the right side into contact. Kicks it out to Johnson back on top to Binion. Binion might have gotten away with the walk. They take it down to Bradley in the left corner. Logan goes inside, finds Henry. Henry inside out to Johnson. Three on the way. Off the back rim, no good. Good hustle in there by Logan Bradley. He comes away with the rebound and will draw a foul. Yep, and that's his fourth offensive board, so he does a really good job working on the inside. Foul was on number 30. Brent Ertle. Brant Ertle, I'm sorry. It's his first team third. South Ripley will throw the ball in underneath their own basket. Ward will trigger it in. He's going to throw it up high to Henry. Cole goes up and gets it over Brady Moorhead. Kicks it out on top to Binion. Binion comes right side with it to Ward off the screen. Ward gets into the paint. A little scoop shot up from the left cor- left block, I should say. No good. Rebound controlled by Brant Ertle. Here come the Wildcats trying to add to their 13-point lead. Ertle fakes the handoff, drives baseline. Nice job by Ethan Johnson. They hit the deck going after the loose ball. And now we have a whistle and a timeout will be taken by Mark Foster. Just a 30-second timeout here, Brian. So we'll keep it right here. And, Brian, you looked at this in the third quarter there. The Raiders had a chance to get that thing to seven at one point there in the third quarter, and then things kind of spiraled and went the other direction. Yeah, there was about two minutes to go in the third, and they had a chance to cut it down to four or three points. And there was a – they got out on a break. I mean, it was a hustle play for the Raiders. Nothing they did wrong. They just got out, got down too quick. 
where they could have worked it, maybe got a shot, really got this tight. Then you credit Franklin County for stopping that run, and they came back and scored about six in a row and opened it back up to double figures. Just a lot of physical, athletic young men on this Franklin County team, led by Brant Ertle, uh, Quinn Gilman, Brady Moorhead. Uh, two of those are seniors, Brant Ertle and Brady Moorhead seniors. Quinn Gilman, a good-looking sophomore uh, for this Franklin County team. You got Weefstefield, senior, and uh, got some veteran upperclassmen here on this Franklin County ball club. And uh, you can see a little bit of difference tonight. But you got to give credit to the Raiders. Logan Bradley battling in there on the inside as Franklin County has the basketball now out of the timeout. Gilman has it. It's a nice pass inside to Franklin County's Eli Butt. He decides to kick it out. A three on the way left side by Landon Wiestefield is no good. South Ripley's Ethan Johnson controls the rebound. Raiders quickly ahead to Cole Henry. Has it knocked away. There's a scrum for the ball underneath. And Ethan Johnson's down there to tie it up. With Brady Moorhead, the alternating possession keeps it with the Raiders. A little bit out of control on the drive. You're behind. you got to make something happen. Indeed. And good hustle by Ethan Johnson kind of coming out of nowhere to dive in there and get on that loose ball. And uh, some perspiration on the floor underneath the basket. You said I would use big words tonight, Brian. That's probably the biggest one right there. I'll tell you what, I I appreciate that. You didn't hang me out at all. (laughs) 618 to play as they've cleaned up the uh, condensation. We'll use that one, too, on the floor. It's not really condensation, though. Just a little little sweat down there. Raiders will trigger it in under their own basket. Benyon tries to get it into Ward, and a nice defense there by Eli Butt to get the steal. Ninth turnover for the Raiders. Across the timeline with it is Gilman. Goes right side to Moorhead. Now baseline to Lee. Back to Moorhead. Top of the key to Ertle between the circles. Off a high ball screen, Earl dribbling to his right, being guarded by Ethan Johnson. Inside six minutes to play in the contest. Ertl still dribbling to basketball, now kicks it out to Gilman. Gets it back from Moorhead. Gilman goes between the circles, right side. And Franklin County going to be very patient here as Ertl has the basketball being guarded by Johnson. They have three or four good ball handlers, too, that they can do that. Yeah, you get they get you down double digits in the fourth quarter, Brian. They can make it hard on you, Gilman. Takes it right side, gives it up to Ertl. High ball screen for Ertl. Spins at the top of the key. Ball was loose, but looks like Quinn Gilman comes up with it. Now it's deflected by Ward, and Ward gets the steal. Ward going right side to the block, and we got a whistle and a charging foul. And that charging foul will go against South Ripley and give it back to Franklin County. That's going to be on Blaine Ward. I believe that's his fourth. We haven't put it up on the board yet. That's Blaine's fourth, the team fourth and a half. 5.22 to play here. South Ripley trailing by 13, 47-34. to 34. Taking that charge for the Wildcats with Eli Butt, who was down on the block. They come left side with a two. Eli Butt being guarded by Ward. Butt takes it into the paint. Now kicks it out. Eli Ertl, Brant Ertl, I should say, able to pick up the loose ball. They go all the way to the right side. Brant Lee with it. Now all the way back to Ertl at the top of the key. Right side to Butt. Franklin County going to take their time with this basketball again. Buck going to drive, and he's going to be whistled for a foul. And that goes against Blaine Ward. And Blaine Ward has just fouled out of the ball game, and he also picks up a technical foul. Brian? Yep. He was frustrated. I think he's still frustrated from the charge before that. Got the foul, and then slammed the ball on the floor and threw it to the ref. So Franklin County is not yet in the bonus, I don't believe. If they, haven't, if they put the foul up, that's only the yes. sixth. 
So there won't be any free throws on this. I don't believe it was a shooting foul, but there will be free throws on the technical foul. And it looks like for Franklin County, as no one's surprised, they'll send Brand Hurdle to the free throw line to shoot those tech. I should say that he's the leading scorer, not necessarily their top free throw shooter, as he was 62% coming in. And he's long on the first one. 21 points on the night for Brant Ertel. The sophomore Ward fouls out of the contest with five points on the evening. I'm sure that adds to the frustration as the second free throw is on the way and good by Brant Ertel. So the two technical free throws have been shot. One for two makes it 48-34. Raiders trailing by 14. Franklin County will get the basketball. Franklin County is just a hard team. Like we said earlier, the Raiders were down. I think it was 10-1 to 1 or something. Just can't get behind, expect to get back with him. Gilman goes right side, gives it up to Brady Moorhead. Moorhead brings it out to Ertle. Ertle kicks it back to Gilman. Gilman going to be fouled. I believe he got a reach in by South Ripley, Brian. I believe they're going to get Gavin Binion. That'll be his second. It will be the one-and-one now. Yes, sir. You got That's right where I was going, buddy. 441 to play here in the game. Bonus. I think it's the first time anybody's been in the bonus tonight, Brian. I don't think we got there in the first half. Nope, you're exactly right. The first free throw is on the way, and it is good by Quinn Gilman. Gilman now has 16 points on the evening. He came in 5-for-8 from the free throw line, 63% for the sophomore Gilman. Second one on the way, and got them both. Good-looking shooting touch by Quinn Gilman. He's now got 17 points on the night. That makes it a 16-point lead for the Wildcats. Logan Bradley has it top of the key, hands it off to Henry. Henry makes a nice move down the lane. A little double-pump scoop shot with his right hand, lays it in, and he is fouled, Brian. Yeah, he is playing a really good game. He, I'm more impressed with him each night that I watch him. He's coming along, you know, just being a sophomore, but he can attack the bucket with the best of them. He did it really well there, taking it from the top of the key down the right side. Makes good on the three-point play. He's got 19 to lead the Raiders. It's 50-37, to 425 to play here in the contest. Hurdle with the basketball, guarded by Johnson. Brings it across the timeline, goes left side to butt. Now top to Gilman. Gilman comes left side with it to Brady Moorhead. He'll go right side with the basketball, gives it up to Ertle. Approaching four minutes to play. Franklin County nursing a third 13-point th- lead. Give the ball up to Jace Lee in the left block. He's going to kick it out to Gilman. Gilman loses his feet, goes to the ground. Ball comes loose to Brady Moorhead, kicks it out to Butt. Butt thought about the three and in normal circumstances might have taken it, Brian, but they are really playing against the clock right now. Yeah, showing a lot of discipline there. You're right. It didn't force anything. And Butt tries to kick it out on the right side, but Gavin Binion gets in there and gets a hand on it, comes away with the steal. He gets it down court quickly to Cole Henry. His three-point attempt is up and no good. The long rebound knocked out of bounds by Gavin Binion. Give it over to the Wildcats, I believe. Although the referees are talking about it. I think it. we're going to end up in a jump. Yep. And it is a jump ball as they did not see who should have it. So the alternating possession, I believe, gives it to Franklin County. I'll give them credit. I didn't see it either. <laughs> but I'm way over here. It was all the way, as far away as it could get from us. There were two of them right over there, but they didn't get a good look at it. And um, South Ripley is now going to pick up full court as Franklin County will inbound the basketball. They get it in to Eli Butt. He'll bring it up on the right side, being guarded by Chansey Volts. 
Across the timeline, gets around Bolts, goes to the free throw line, kicks it out to Rodriguez. Rodriguez brings the basketball back out to Brant Ertle. And again, Franklin County will spread the floor, and we're going to get a whistle, and it's going to be a foul on the drive that time as Brant Ertle was driving in toward the top of the key, and the Raiders get called for the reach, Brian. That was on Binion. That's his third. Be the team eighth, so in the bonus the rest of the way. Shooting the free throws will be Brant Ertle, and the first one is up and good. 23 points for the 6'1 senior. Averages 21 points a ball game. Second free throw on the way. Rolled it right over the front of the rim. Give Ertle 24, make it a 52-37 lead for the Wildcats. Binion takes the ball. Crosses over, goes left side with it. We got a whistle and a foul. I do not think it'll be a shooting foul, though, Brian. Nope, you're right. They called it on the floor. That foul's on Rodriguez. Xander Rodriguez. The Raiders will inbound under their own bats. They get into Volts on the left side. Volts drives in. Little scoop shot up and no good. Brant Ertle controls the rebound quickly down floor to Gilman. Gilman over to Jace Lee, and Lee goes up to the left side and lays it in. Fourth point of the night for Jace Lee. Nice unselfish play there by Franklin County. Cole Henry on the attack. Gets it on the right wing, crosses over, heading to the paint, but he is fouled. And I believe that one also will go on the floor against the Wildcats. That goes on Rodriguez again, so he's got two quick ones. Still just the team six. The Raiders have it underneath their bucket. 245 to play, a 13-point advantage. No, 17-point advantage. Doing my math backwards, Brian. 17-point advantage for the Wildcats. Sevy Beach having a little conversation with the official before the Raiders throw it in. They get it into Henry in the corner. His three on the way, no good. Rebound controlled by Franklin County. They'll walk it up the floor this time. Brent Ertle brings it across the timeline. Gets it over into the hands of Eli Butt being guarded by Chansey Volts. Eli Butts gets around. Volts pokes it away from behind. Ethan Johnson comes away with it. Johnson goes cross court to Chansey Volts. Step back three on the way, and Chansey got it. Chansey Volts in the scoring column for the first time tonight. South Ripley calls a quick timeout after making it a 54-39 ball game with 2.17 to play in the contest. Looks like it'll be a full timeout. For the Raiders, we'll take a 30-second timeout, and we'll come back with more right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. The holiday season is upon us, and unfortunately, it brings with it an increase in respiratory illnesses. At Margaret Mary Health, they recommend you stay home if you are experiencing mild symptoms like a cough, congestion, or a runny nose. Most symptoms can be treated with rest, pain relievers, and drinking fluids. If your symptoms worsen or you have difficulty breathing, be sure to call your health care provider for guidance. You can find your provider's phone number online at mmhealth.org. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's game brought to you in part by SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington's Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. Rob Moore and Brian Samples with you. 217 to play, Brian. Franklin County on top, 54 to 39. Yep, just uh, Raiders just had a, 
slow spot there. Like I said, late in that third quarter, they got it close, and then Franklin County's just pulled away since. Franklin County tried to put this one away here in the last few minutes. South Ripley goes full court man-to-man. They get it in, and Brant Ertle has it. Raiders trying to double-team. Ertle gives it up to Quinn and gets it back to Quinn Gilman, gets it back, and now Eli Buck dribbles the basketball and looks like they're going to call a foul against South Ripley coming along the side, and uh, must have been a little bump there, Brian. Yes, that's going to be on Gavin Binion. He's having his third team foul. So. That's going to send Eli Butt to the free throw line to shoot the bonus. That's the ninth team foul against South Ripley. Brian, I think the earlier one might have gone against Ethan Johnson. Okay. As the first free throw is on the way. Because I know you thought that might be four on Benyon, but I think that earlier one actually went against Ethan Johnson. First free throw is good by Eli Butt, giving him three on the night. That makes it 55-39, to 39, trying for 56, and he got it. So four points for Eli Butt. He's two for three from the free throw line tonight. 56-39, almost right at two minutes to play in the contest. Binion has it, comes right side to Volts. Volts going to drive. Nice pass inside to Logan Bradley. And Logan Bradley lays it in for his seventh point of the night. Make it 56-41. Raiders trailing by 15. Quinn Gilman brings it down the court quickly. They bring it all the way back out to Ertl. Now Gilman will get it back. And Mark Foster again wants him to slow this thing down and work this last minute 35 off the clock. Ertl kicks it out of the baseline to Lee. Lee picks it up left side, gives it back to Ertl. Ertl going to be double teamed now, kicks it over to Eli Butt. There's a nice high post cut by Gilman. Takes it down on the baseline to Lee, and now he'll step out and get it on the wing. Back out to Ertl. Good job by Franklin County spreading the floor here. Benyon will come over and intentionally make a foul on Quinn Gilman. I don't mean that in a bad sense, but just trying to stop the clock. And that's going to put him in the double bonus, Brian. Yes, and that is Binion's fourth now. I finally got it over there. (laughs) (laughs) Quinn Gilman to the free throw line to shoot two. First one is on the way, and he got it. Gilman averages five points a game. Plenty more than that tonight. As that is his 18th point on the night, Brian. Six-foot sophomore having a come-out game tonight. Give him 19. Makes them both. Makes it 58-41 to 41 with a minute 15 left to play in the contest. Minion takes it to the left side, picks it up, goes on top to Henry. Henry's going to go strong to the basket, off the rim with the right, off the backboard, I should say, with the right hand. Just rims out. Franklin County gets the rebound. They bring it quickly down court on a full court pass to Gilman. He'll bring it all the way back and give it out to Ertl, and we're inside a minute to play. They go right side with it. Now baseline to Lee. Lee will kick it out. On the left side, bring it all the way back around to Gilman. Gilman's going to kick it over and gives it up to Brent Lee. And Mark Foster hollered down to Coach Beach and said, I'm going to take a quick timeout just to sub. Just wanting him to know he wasn't going to be rubbing it in with a 17-point lead. And good sportsmanship by Coach Foster there. Yes, I think those guys maybe know each other from through the East Central Connection and yep. that kind of thing. I bet you're right about that. I think they both worked over there. And uh, Mark Foster really didn't want to huddle or anything, just wanted to stop the clock. Both coaches, complete substitutions, five in, five out. So we've got basically JV guys out on the floor right now uh, for each team that will play out this last 46 seconds. Both coaches did a great job tonight, too, I thought, working hard. They did. They did. It's been a good contest. Franklin County has the basketball. Gilman is still on the floor. He'll take it over on the right side and give it up and get it back now. 
as Franklin County will try to work this final 30 seconds. Rodriguez has it. Top of the key. He's being guarded out there by Landon Adams for South Ripley. Adams and Dilk are in there along with McNew. Uh, also, Will Tunney is out there for South Ripley and Bryson Sipples on the floor. Down to 15 seconds. Gilman has the basketball. He's going to dribble down to 10. And I believe, Brian, they're just going to dribble this one out. It looks like our final score is going to be the Franklin County Wildcats 58, South Ripley 41. The Wildcats will run their record to 5-0 and early this season, while South Ripley will drop to 2-3. and And Franklin County and Mark Foster get the victory here on this Saturday night. Brian and I are going to figure up some numbers, and we'll come back and give you some post-game stats. Right after this, you're listening to high school basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. We don't sell you cars. We help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars. We have help you buy them. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Brian Samples back with you for the final time tonight from Franklin County High School where this game is in the books. The Franklin County Wildcats come away with a 58-41 victory in tonight's contest. Franklin County really got out early and held a, a pretty solid lead uh, throughout the, the remainder of the game. They got on top 11-1 to one or so in quarter number one. And from that point, I think the Raiders got it down to seven uh, or six there at one time in the third quarter. But Franklin County spurted it back out. And really, this was a 10-15 point margin uh, throughout most of the night for Franklin County. Their 58 points, they were led by number 30, Brent Ertle. Ertle got 24 points on the evening to lead the Franklin County Wildcats. He was followed up in double figures by 19 from sophomore Quinn Gilman. The other points came four points apiece from Eli Butt, Brady Moorhead, and Jay Slee. So five players did the scoring tonight for Franklin County, and that is wrong. I missed a three down at the bottom from Landon Westerfield as well. So Landon Westerfield got in the scoring column as well. Once again for the Wildcats, 24 for Ertle, 19 for Gilman, four each for Butt, Moorhead, and Lee, three for Landon Westerfield. Over on the South Ripley side, they were led by 6'5 sophomore Cole Henry. Cole Henry threw in 19 points 
on the evening. Only six in the first half, but got hot for 13 points in the second half. 19 for Cole Henry. Next for the Raiders was Logan Bradley, the 6'4 senior post player. He had seven points for South Ripley. Five each for Ethan Johnson and Blaine Ward. And three points apiece for Gavin Benyon and Chancey Volts. Again for the Raiders, 19 for Henry, seven for Bradley, five each for Ward and Johnson, and three each for Volts and Benyon. That's the 41 points for the South Ripley Raiders. Brian, talk about it from the team standpoint. Thank you, Rob. Um, I'll go through some rebounding here. Uh, Franklin County had 16 team rebounds. Ertel led the way with five. Jace Lee had four. Eli Butt had four. Wustafel had one. Moorhead with one. And Wirtz with one. Uh, from the free throw line, I have Franklin County 15 of 19, uh, 79%. Again, I'm unofficial stats, but that's why I'm 15 of 19, so 79%. So, and a lot of those free throws, you're going to see a big difference in the two teams, but a lot of those came there here in the second half as South Ripley was fouling, trying to get the ball back and that kind of thing. Uh, from the free throw line, Brent Ertel was 8 of 11. Quinn Gilman, 4 of 4. Brady Moorhead 0 of 1, and it was Eli Butt 2 of 3, and they had 11 turnovers on the night. So took care of the basketball, and I had them right on pace where they've been all year as far as the turnovers go for Franklin County. For South Ripley, look at their rebounding. They had 14 team rebounds, 3 for Cole Henry, 1 for Binion, 1 for Volts, 5 for Bradley, 4 for Ethan Johnson, and Bradley had 4 of those 5 were offensive boards. So, uh... Bradley did a good job getting on the offensive board. Free throws, South Ripley just 5 of 7, like we said. They were 72%. Uh, had 10 turnovers. So after the start, Robin, and we got into that second half, South Ripley just with 10 turnovers on the ninth. So again, I'm unofficial. I might have missed one here or there. But they right. were, you know, both teams kind of settled down after that first quarter where the turnovers were up, and both teams did a good job from that point. So that's, that's all I have. That's a good point, Brian. I think they did settle down a little bit. It was a little helter-skelter early in the game, and, Franklin County gets after you defensively. There's no two ways about it. They're oh, yeah. strong. They're physical, and uh, they get after you. Again, they uh, they play a, a schedule of a lot of big schools, and, it, and it's good for the Raiders to come up here and play against good competition. That's what you got to do, and uh, they will benefit from this in the long run. In Franklin County, Mark Foster's got them rolling. They're 5-0 and now. They started out in a very similar fashion last year, and uh, he's got a nice-looking ball club, some guys that can play. Yeah, a lot of good athletes on there from tonight. Franklin County will play next week. That'll be Saturday night, it looks like. They're at Greensburg, so another big game for them, a good test for them. Yes, it will be. And then uh, the 22nd, they head into the Franklin County tournament, so they host their own tourney for that. That's coming up on the 22nd. For the Raiders, they're on the road twice within the next few days. They'll go to South Decatur next Saturday night. That's right, the 17th. Yes. Yep. Is that Friday night or Saturday That's night? That's Saturday. They're yep. off on Saturday, on Friday, Brian, okay. but they will play at South Decatur on Saturday. It made me wonder because both teams were playing on a Saturday and both were off on a Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, they're at South Decatur, and then on the 21st, they'll go to Shelbyville. So, as, as I said, watch that South Decatur team last night. That'll be a good test for the Raiders. And then Shelbyville, always a good game as well. Indeed, and uh, the Raiders will be on the road at Shelbyville. That'll be the Tuesday night. Uh, that's the last day of school for South Ripley on the 21st. The Raiders go up there and play that night. Uh, and head into break, and then they'll come back with a after Christmas tournament, a Christmas break tournament, uh, taking on Indianapolis Chatard on December twenty eighth yes. in a tournament. So that will uh, those those Christmas time tournaments, Brian, are a lot of fun. I enjoy 
uh, seeing uh, folks they get to play different competition and different teams. Uh, they're kind of in the, the middle of the season. I don't know how middle it is, but you've got a couple of about six weeks under your belt here and head into Christmas break. And uh, it's a good time. I know back in the day it seemed like we didn't play many of those games over Christmas break, and all you did was practice 200 times. And, and that, that was not always a lot of fun. And I think a lot of times, because I've been told this by many people, especially by David Voss, who's going to walk by here, that I think the wrong way a lot of times. But, you know, I always thought I always thought those holiday attorneys were a lot of fun to get the kids out, get out of town somewhere where you never played. But then they also set you up because we always thought the Ripley County attorney was so important. You yes. know, you're looking at stuff. So those games set you up to win because you wanted to win that Ripley County attorney. No doubt about it. And that will be coming up, Brian. When we get back to turn the calendar over to 2023, uh, Tuesday, January 4th, will be uh, the boys' portion of the Ripley County. That's Wednesday, right? Wednesday, January 4th, will be the boys' portion of the Ripley yep. County attorney. Uh, the girls' portion will start on Tuesday night, January 3rd. I believe the hosts this year are Milan for the girls' tourney and South Ripley for the boys' tourney. Uh, and uh, Milan and South Ripley drew each other in game one. Batesville and Jacksonville will play in game two. Speaking of Milan, Milan got a win at Monrovia tonight. The Milan Indians come away with a 59-52 victory at Monrovia tonight. Ask me how I know that, Brian. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) My son, Brad, refereed that game tonight. Oh, uh, I did hear he was there. My son, Chase, told me that he thought Brad was refereeing that. (laughs) So Brad, uh, in his first year of officiating and uh, working with Lance Ringler, got a gig at the Milan-Monrovia game tonight and uh, sent me a message later. It said Milan won. 59-52. So, Brian, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, it's been a pleasure working with you tonight. I hope we'll get to uh, partner well. up uh, some well. more down the road. Yep. Very good. Again, our final score in this one, Franklin County runs their record to 5-0 with a 58-41 to victory over South Ripley. want to thank our sponsors tonight for bringing you high school basketball here on Country 103.9 WRBI. We want to say thanks to Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gary's Batesville, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. Thanks to Brent Lee back in the studio, and next week we look forward to welcoming Skylar Sigmund as the new sports director at WRBI. Until next time, for Brian Samples alongside, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic evening, everyone.